When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Welcome to the Dennis Miller Option. I remember Seagal came in in some Alan Carr caftan or something, sat down with a Iroquois <laughs> braid. I thought this could be a long week. Dana Carvey, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you yell out for Steve out there, see if you can get him to come in like you're the real deal. Bovis and Gord. Arnold's stronger than you. Your buttocks are like marshmallows compared to Arnold's. It was like the horse broke its leg in the back straight away, put the tent up and put me down. It was <laughs> so awkward. Remember to listen to new episodes of the Dennis Miller Option every Wednesday right here on Podcast One. Do it. You can follow Dennis on Twitter at DennisDMZ, Instagram at Dennis Miller, and on Facebook, he's at Real Dennis Miller. And by the way, I hide nothing here with the Dennis Miller podcast. What kind of mind thinks of this? Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get it on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for tuning in to Castrol Car Cast, brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, Castrol Edge. Good uh, day, Matt. Hello. Andrea. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's been a busy week. Been running around even all morning. Yeah, man. Uh, I oftentimes think about uh, thank God for uh, Matt DeAndrea. Oh, thanks. I thank God. Able to get so much done with Matt, but also I realize I don't really. I'm a I'm a car nut, but I don't really have anyone in my life who cares about cars or knows about cars <laughs> or has any interest in my cars or anyone's cars or anything to do with cars. Yeah, that's where Matt comes in, <clears throat> which is I just treat Matt like my car wife. It's just constant conversations about auctions and nine thirty fives and events coming up, and I don't. It's weird, but if I go home and go, and someone goes, well, actually, first off, no one ever go, what would, what did you do today? They yeah. wouldn't say that. But if they did, and I said, I went to Willow Springs with a 935 and uh, drove with Jay Leno, they just go, oh. And that'd be the that'd be the last time we'd ever discuss it. So I actually don't bring it up. Yeah. Because I don't want to have an O. Oh, nothing discussion okay so i bring it up to you yeah and you come with me speaking Mm -hmm. of cars i'm just gonna put this out here we're working on the lamborghini 400 gt the Mm -hmm. 67 400 gt 
And these things are, they didn't make a lot. So they're always a pain in the ass trying to track down parts. And we're thinking about making some parts Mm -hmm. and casting some parts. We had that discussion about metal casting and stuff. And uh, so we've, uh, I spoke to Bodie, who's doing a great job working on the car. Mm -hmm. We need the door glass for both sides, driver Mm -hmm. and passenger door glass. We also need... The driver's side. By the way, can I say this? Quarter panel glass. Don't tweet me and go, are you talking about both side quarter panel glass? It's like, no, door. Door glass. I'm trying to be very specific right, about this. Right. Driver and passenger side door glass. Also, driver side quarter glass and the the chrome trim that goes around it. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a polished stainless. I Probably don't know. polished stainless. Okay. Or, yes. And. Outer door handles, both mm-hmm. sides. Inner door handles, both sides, and an oil cooler. That's what I love about you. Now I bet the oil cooler we can. Yeah, we can come up with out. some sort of oil cooler. Is it the exact one? I don't know. We can get some specs off the Lamborghini three hundred and fifty and figure out what it you know kind this of. Cars needs to be. had oil coolers back in the day, huh? Uh, yeah, pretty cool. Probably because the radiators sucked, <laughs> and the fans <laughs> sucked, <laughs> and they did everything they could. So we. These are significant items, but not as many items as we thought. Like, these are the missing items. So I'm just going to throw that out there if anybody's got a spare 400 GT in their back lot. And well, <laughs> the handles uh, would be the same as the Espada. Possibly the 350 Oh, GT. sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-mm. The Espada actually has a trim piece that runs all the way the length of the car, a door, okay. door guard, whatever, and it actually bumps into the handle. So the Espada has a super long piece that runs all the whole length yeah, of the car, yeah, yeah. and it when it gets to the handle, the handle kind of molds around it. So it looks the same, but it's not quite the same. But it's same as the 350, although if you had an Espada handle, you could probably figure out a way to make yeah. it work. And it's also the same as the uh, – I think it's the same as the Urama. Wait, is that the Urama? The Urama. Yeah. yeah. After, it's like the 400. It's like after 400. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's funny because you and I had this discussion. We're like, hey, can, you, can we find the glass? And it was just a very brief like in passing. And I was like, sure. I, I got a guy. Let me call him. And, uh, and he called me yesterday. And he's like, I got it. I got the windshield you need. I was like, ah, I don't need the windshield. I need the yeah. door glass. <laughs> yeah. But he found it. Wow. He's got it. Yeah. He didn't give me a price for it. He just said we found one. Tell Bodie to break that windshield that's right? in the car. And I kind of feel like one. if it's if it's a fair price, we should buy one. <laughs> we. <laughs> By you mean we, me? I meant Bodie. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also want to look into making glass too, if that's possible. I, we don't know a lot about it. Someone's talking about finding something that's close and then cutting it and stuff like that. Yeah, for the door glass now. For the door glass. Yeah, for the door glass we're talking yeah. about. I don't know, or maybe even for the quarter window and the behind yeah. the door. Like if something's close and you can cut it. Uh, so be it. Again, yeah. not not our field of expertise. Never but, did it before. But I have a feeling that 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 quarter glass uh, and the side glass we know, but the quarter glass, if it was a flat piece and it was simple, Bodie a long time ago would have said, "We don't have it. It looks pretty simple. We can get something and cut it. No big deal." But I have a feeling it's like it's got a curve sure, in it, or it all has a curve, right? Because it w- it could never be easy. The uh, all right. So we went down to Willow. With uh, Jay Leno. Yeah. And drove around the uh, 935. Um, 
it uh, it ran well. It's such the 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 track is so we were small. on streets of Willow. Yeah. Streets of Willow. Sorry, and the the gears in that car is so long that I was literally driving around in first gear for like a lot of it, and then second gear, but only third along this uh, back stretch. But at a certain point in third, before it was time to slow down and make a right hand turn up the hill. I was getting to about 7,300, 7,400 maybe, as I recall, looking at the tack. And third, the car's got long gears, so eh, must have got up to 110 or 15 or something going up the the back. But for yeah. insurance purposes, we keep it to 99. Yeah, 99. Mm-hmm. 99. <laughs> so it was half. coming on, Boots. Here's a question for you. Were all 12 of your spark plugs... Firing your six cylinders. <laughs> yes, I, I did. Your twelve hundred dollars of plugs work? <laughs> I think it sounded good. It looked like it was moving fast. Yeah, you showed me a. Uh, you showed me a. Uh, you put together a little composite and threw it up. Yeah, a, like little, a little thirty video. second video of it. My my only beef with that video is it cut out right as the car was really starting to get into it, going up the hill. Like I would like to see another three seconds of. Yeah, that car going what up the hill. That's like right when the camera guy walks in front of me. Oh, well, then <laughs> and that's... so I cut it out. Well, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I didn't neglect it. I just, I just, uh, no, I just, just thought it was like... an editorial decision that yeah. I disagreed with. But, no, I, uh, I hear you. No, it was uh, kind of sp- yeah, going so around. There you corner. go. And I was gonna, I was, I zoomed in a little bit, but then that was it. That's when the camera guy steps in front of me. So I cut it down to whatever I had. It was, uh, it was fun. Uh, it was uh, it was good. I always like it when people send tweets like, "Is that thing street legal?" <laughs> <laughs> I always like that. Like, I don't know. Do you own a car? Do you see other cars? Have you ever had one of those discussions where, like, the cop and a movie from the fifties, like, "Boy, you got a you got a turn indicator broken here," and then the guy, the black guy's driving. It's like, what are you talking about? And he bashes it out with his nightstick. <laughs> you know, you can't drive with no turn indicator. Oh, like the rundown. Like, yeah. you ever see movies like that? Yeah. Okay. Where would the turn <laughs> indicators be on that car or the backup <laughs> lights or the or the license plate? Or To be uh, fair, too many people run around on streetcars with way too many stickers. I think that's, uh, that's, that's true. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Well, and, uh, I, you know, I tweeted you this morning, too, because we're just randomly chatting here. I tweeted you this morning. As we're recording this, tonight, Wheeler Dealers has a 510, and it's got kind of this BRE stripe on the side. And, like, in the promo piece, they're like, it's got race car-inspired paint. <laughs> inspired paint. <laughs> and I was like, no reference to BRE at all? There's nothing there? Uh, Chris, you can find it. Look, look at like Wheeler Dealers Twitter. It seems, and there's like a little promo for tonight's episode that you know. Yes, I, I it, saw which would have been a few days it, ago. It, 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 it's a five ten <laughs> that somebody was trying to clone like a BRE car, yeah, which we and, talk about all the time. People do that. It looks they it looks did good. it and then they quit on it or they replaced the door or something like that. And they say race car inspired. Yeah. Happy away. I like that the they're doing this. Import in North sure. America. 510s are now highly sought after as project cars and weekend racers. This is what people want. A 1972 <laughs> two-door is a rare find, but this car is a mess. It's terrible. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And the race-inspired paint job nearly inspired me to run in the opposite <laughs> the direction. race-inspired paint job. Yeah, I, 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 you, know what I, you know what I don't like? Here's what I don't like. 
this is a teachable moment. Yeah. A lot of people don't know Pete Brock or BRE. A lot of people have seen Dotson's with the clone BRE paint and may not be sure what it what actually it's inspired by and and who 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 what was the original. Yeah. And this is like your moment, like if you're talking about a painting and you're like Oh, this is Monet at Giverny, and he used to he lived there for a number of years in France, and he would paint his water lilies or something. Instead of going, eh, that dude made a picture because you <laughs> yeah. don't really you don't glean anything Let's, off of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let's, and so I'm saying, take a moment and say, "Bre inspired paint job, Pete Brock." And the winningest five ten ever, yeah, or something like now, that. Of course, this is just a promo. We'll see what happens in the TV show. But that being said, make a mental note of this because we're going to have Mike Brewer coming to the studio. I think in about next month, and then uh, we're going to give him a little history lesson on the BRE five ten. And I'm sure he'll love every moment of it. <laughs> I'm sure, just like I love every moment of Butcher Box delivers healthy, one hundred percent grass fed and finished beef, free range organic chicken and heritage breed pork. Directly to your door on a monthly basis. I had had the hamburger last night. All products are humanely raised and never given antibiotics or hormones. Taste is unbelievable. Huge difference in flavor between animals raised on pasture, on a pasture, I should say, and those uh, fed grain and uh, concentrated feedlots. Special offer. Now, the heritage breed pork, that was my first thing. Like, what is that? Yeah. And, and it's like, it's the old school pork. It's marbled. It's got some fat in it. Vinny says it's great. That's why. Remember the new school pork? It got all dry, became the new white meat. Yeah. And, and I, I had this weird thing, which is, I used to love pork chops and pork everything, pork loin, yeah. and that was the most flavorful. And then at a certain point, I got into my like 30s or 40s, and someone's like, You want pork, whatever? And I was like, Nah, I don't really like pork. And I was like, I couldn't figure out why I didn't like it, and that's why. They when it got, became the new white meat. They made it all white and dry. Well, now you can go back to the old school stuff you remember from your childhood nice. heritage breed pork. Anyway, special offer 10 bucks off plus free bacon. Who doesn't love free bacon? You go to butcherbox.com, use the discount code Adam. You get free shipping anywhere in the 48 states. So no commitment. Cancel easily anytime and enjoy butcherbox.com. I feel like we should have a box delivered every week while we're doing this show. So we can just talk about cars and eat pork. Bacon. <laughs> eat bacon. <laughs> eat bacon. <laughs> uh, we tomorrow, you can find us at the uppity screening, free admission, 7 o'clock, Indianapolis Museum of Art, the Tobias Theater. And uh, we're going to be there. Uh, Nate's going to be there. Nate Adams, the guy we made the film with, Willie T. Ribs, is going to be there as well. It's, it's first come, first serve. It's free, but it's first come, first serve. So you have to work that out. I, th- I think you're supposed to RSVP. I believe there's a, a Facebook page and possibly an RSVP um, to go and see the movie. And then there's a Q&A with you guys after the screening. Yeah, help me out with this, Max Zapata. I'm not sure, but to my recognition or to my understanding or, or, or recollection, I should say, uh, somebody said, oh, RSVP at, and then, you know, go to chassis, whatever. And then somebody said later, oh, forget it. Just show up. Yeah. But, um, just show up. So just show up. Yeah. That's what it, we're doing? It, it's, a, it's been confusing all week, but I think they, they finally settled on just come in. We'll let you in as long as it's not full. 
It's a 500-seater. That's a pretty big it's theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I suspect you'll be able to get a seat, but uh, come a little early and play it safe. And uh, we're having a VIP thing before that, but that's for the indie people and Willie and his friends and blah, 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 right? Yeah, but yeah. the Q&A afterwards, I mean. That's, yeah, stay around for that. For. All right, so we got so that to look forward great. to. And if you're going to be at the Indy 500, we're going to be roaming around there Sunday morning checking out the race. Right. Right, so if you, you know, mm-hmm. come say hi out there as well if you see us. Yeah, so definitely come say hi. Come over and give Adam a hug. Yep, hug me. <laughs> Don't spill my beer, but hug me. <laughs> right. Uh, so Matt had a date. Oh yes. And uh, the car didn't work right. Yeah, not. It didn't go quite as as I thought. So uh, I <clears throat> through a friend. Uh, I met this girl at the Long Beach Grand Prix, and she was in town from New York. And I was like, we we hung out as a group, had a great time, great conversation. I was like, when you come back into town. Let's go grab some dinner. So we got mm-hmm. the group together again. <clears throat> sort of a double date thing. And I just went back and picked up the M3 with the supercharger on it. Been working on it for a while, getting the tune dialed in. It seemed to be running good. Uh, and I was getting it detailed up. We're doing this photo shoot with HRE wheels basically tomorrow. Or mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> So I was excited to, to get in the car and see how it ran. So I, I'm heading downtown L.A., going to pick up a buddy of mine and the car just shuts down mm-hmm. and I, I smell a little bit of clutch at this mm-hmm. point it's mm-hmm. i hear a squeal it's shutting down so i just put it in neutral get off the freeway quickly at the first exit i can find into a neighborhood thank just you it. hero by the way <laughs> all the other assholes just coast to a stop and whatever lane they're in and like just get out of their car and stand around oh no like, i no I power steering i'm getting like i'm just going as fast as i can i just sure. put the blinkers on and i'm just like i'm trying to get as momentum as much momentum sure. as possible no power steering and and get it off the we've road. all had it you treat Side it of the you road. treat it like your goddamn pilot and you just had engine failure you start yeah. shutting things down and hitting the flaps and doing all the stuff yeah. you got to do and and get off like you're in uh, you're in Emergency mode because all you have is the momentum that you were that had been yeah. created before the engine gave out. And I I, I coasted <clears> off <throat> the freeway, did kind of run through one little stop sign because I saw across the street a red zone the size of one car. Like mm-hmm. nobody could park there. You could never get a fire engine there. It's like it's like a red zone, and then somebody's driveway, then more red zone where you right. put the fire truck. So I got it into that spot. And uh, it's like, oh, man, I, I, I can't figure out what happened. Maybe spun a bearing in the engine or something. And I said, but you know what? The hell with it. I'm just going to lock up the car, put a note on the window, call an Uber, go on my date. What's the note on the window? The so? note says, uh, engine broke. AAA said they're going to be a few hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So leave the note, go on the date, and... Uh, uh, the date, uh, fantastic place. It was fun. The girl is great. Um, uh, but she had just traveled from New York to L.A. Mm-hmm. And our dinner reservation was like 9.15. Got there 9.30. So now it's 12.30. Her time. Her time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, super tired. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> and, what you want. And, and I'm thinking the whole time. I think I got to buy a twelve thousand dollar engine, you know. I'm, yeah. So I'm distracted by this sure. engine cost. Uh, uh, so uh, wasn't wasn't the best night ever, but, sure. but we had a good time. This place was amazing downtown LA. Um, then after dinner, it's like one, almost one thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grab my buddy. I was like, 
if you're not doing anything, let's go find my car. Right. And then for, for a minute, I was like, God, where, where did I park it? I don't even remember yeah. what exit it was. But Waze says, your car is here. How does Waze do that? I, when I parked and then I Ubered, somehow it knew. It's like, this is where you park oh, your car. I see. I was like, sweet. So it, it, it took us to the car. And then I just asked him. I was like, look, I need to be under the hood. You start the car. Once I hear it, I can probably know what's going on. Right. So he starts it. And I immediately hear the loud squeal, and I was like, oh, it's not the crank. It's not a bearing. It's the supercharger. Right. So the supercharger had seized up. So my thought is, okay, if I could just cut the belt off this thing, I could probably fire it up, and it would be fine. Maybe it runs a little rich, but uh, it'll, be, it'll be good. It's a centrifugal supercharger. It's a little Vortex supercharger that's mounted on the side of the motor, right? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been that confident. I would have had a thought about the superchargers off or disconnected. Essentially, maybe the computer's not going to let me drive the car or something. But yeah, well, it's all aftermarket. It's not right. factory. So sure. I, I would imagine, like maybe the OE cars could have sort of that 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 sort of fail safe in right. it, but. You know, I was looking at the car. It wasn't leaking any fluids. It still had oil in it. I checked the basic things. All the belts were still on it. But we had just cleaned the car out to detail it for this photo shoot, so I didn't have anything. I didn't have a leather man. I didn't have a knife. didn't have anything. So uh, my buddy Rick and I, we, we walk up to a 7-Eleven. I was like, let's just get anything to remove a belt. I grabbed a lighter thinking I can burn the belt it's off. It's a pretty healthy belt. Yeah. It's a, it's a big eight-rib thick belt. Right. So I grabbed a lighter. It's like, okay, maybe we can melt it, burn the belt. I grabbed some nail clippers. And Rick found uh, a, a roll of packing tape with the, you know, like the red plastic handle on it. And it's got that little saw blade in the front to cut the tape. Yep. I was like, let's grab these three <clears> things. <throat> we walk back mm-hmm. to the car. And uh, that's uh, when I get the parking ticket is the 16-minute walk from – it's been sitting there for four hours while we're, you know, drinking and dining and having a good time at the restaurant. And then when we come back at 1.30 in the morning, that's I got the parking ticket. And uh, But I knew I was going to get the ticket. It's in the red zone. There was no place to park it. I knew that was going to happen. Just eat that. Yeah. The only time you ever see anybody hustle who works for this city, it's parking enforcement. Like when you – Talk to, if there's anything you need from the city, the answer is no. But when it comes to parking enforcement, when I used to live up Beechwood Canyon, I'd come home on a Saturday night at 2 in the morning. I'd see parking guys coming down Beechwood Canyon. Like they would go yeah. up to the top of the hill and try to find taxpayers who didn't have their wheels turned in, who were parked on the hill. Yeah, or yeah. like parking was always catch as catch can up in the thin streets and canyons up there and there'd be like no parking on one side but parking on the other yeah. and people just come home and park on one side and like I said wouldn't have their wheels turned in or whatever there's chicken shit fucking pussies would go up those hills and now no one else in the city's working at two in the morning on a saturday yeah. right oh these guys are they well, look when, I, I imagine the, the lights never go off in the fleecing department like when they're there to rape <laughs> taxpayers they never shut building and safety all that other stuff yeah. like you call them and go hey could i get an ins- inspection i go you got to call before 8 a.m and you got to put it in and then they'll come two days later to look at your sink but they're not you can't just call them and tell them to come over or whatever right there's no saturdays or or holidays with those assholes but the parking guys 
They never sleep. I, I, imagine this in an era. Imagine this utopia where I leave a note on my car, and then the parking meter guy, the meter maid person, comes over and says, writes on my note, sorry to hear about your car. I will have to give you a ticket. I'll be back at one thirty in the morning. Right? right. Like, could you imagine? No. Mind blown. This guy's mind blown. Mind blown. No. no. They probably saw us working on the car, and they were hiding in the bushes. And when we walked <laughs> away to go to 7-Eleven, they darted over to give us the stupid ticket. Uh, yes. Anyway. The, Don't pay the parking ticket. The, the, uh, I want to go to car, court and fight now, You know ticket. my new like, thing? Wanna... My new thing is just, fuck it. If homeless people are just sleeping everywhere, <laughs> what, what am I paying parking tickets for? Like, you want anarchy? Fine. Anarchy. Oh. Just stop. Everyone stop paying. Yes. Don't don't pay. Like who cares? Except I, you, they can't. I don't know. If they can control anymore. I'm pretty sure the car's still registered in your name. I don't care. <laughs> I haven't paid. I haven't paid parking tickets in years. I, uh, anyway, the packing tape, the packing tape with the little metal tooth blade, the serrated blade in the front, right? Made quick work of that belt. Took about ten seconds, and there was so much tension on that belt. As a guy who knows building and tools, I'm picturing that's like a little fine tooth finish shawl. Well, we took the roll of tape off of it and used the plastic handle. Right. And it was a tight fit. You could only move it about an inch and a half back and forth. Right. And you could see it's just starting to cut on top of the belt. Right. I was just cutting like flat on the belt. Yeah. And once it got about halfway through, the belt just popped off. I took the belt. I threw it in the back seat, started the car. It never ran better in its life, <laughs> so I just babied it back to the to the shop and and uh, about one thirty in the morning and and I'm gonna go get it today and I gotta get a new supercharger so now I gotta call like the guys at Vortec and be like hey I don't know what happened here but uh, we I need a new supercharger thing and of course being a car guy this is my chance to go ooh the V2 Ti that they make is uh, is a better blower and makes a little more boost so I might as well upgrade. Yeah. We'll try to upgrade. This is right? God telling you to upgrade. To upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because the car was idling poorly that morning, and I heard it, and I was like, it sounds like the supercharger's making a little bit of noise. And Osh was telling me, he's like, I'm having a little trouble tuning it at idle. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's because that supercharger was really dragging. Those bearings were going. Yeah, when the bearings – yeah, it, it's it's funny. <laughs> Most – you can't turn it by hand. When we took the belt off, it was completely seized. seized. Yeah. Mo- most everything in life, whether it's a health issue or it's a supercharger issue, they're little tells, like yeah. they're, like they're little signs that if you really listen, like why is this? Where's that? Where'd that little sound come from? That little squeal, and then why is yeah. the, why is the idle rough? Why did it start? idling rough and yes that thing's starting to seize and slow and the- I, I wouldn't thought because he had it on the dyno he's doing all this tuning and i wasn't really thinking it was a bad supercharger no i wouldn't have thought that, that you know. i wouldn't have thought that either but life will yeah tell you all right uh you know so what? we'll keep you posted what yeah. i needed this weekend was some geico Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the Geico insurance, you know, because everybody's got a to-do list. You're dropping off your dry cleaning. You're picking up some milk. You're going on your Friday night date. Mm-hmm. Now you should add save hundreds of dollars of car insurance to that list. You don't have to pick up or drop off anything. Uh, just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you need some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. 
All right. Uh, we got uh, some emails, yeah. some questions. Yeah, this one comes from uh, Curtis. If you guys want to write in, so you just go to carcastshow.com, click the contact page. Now, Adam, uh, you went to Detroit last weekend, and you asked Ford about mm-hmm. uh, what's going on John Cena. Well, this week, um, Curtis uh, wants to know, because it's just been recently announced that not only is Ford suing John Cena, yeah. but they are now suing, or they have been suing the uh, dealership that Cena sold the car to as well. So they just want mm. to get your thoughts on that because... Uh, uh, I, I have uh, multiple thoughts uh, about everything all the time. But one is I noticed at a Meekum in Kissimmee or something, Indianapolis or something, auction coming up, they featured a 2017 Ford GT. Maybe it was silver. And I remember thinking, oh, one of those is going across the auction block. What's the story there? Yeah. Because that's out in the public. Right. The rules are supposed to be keep it for two years, then do whatever you want. Right? Hold on. Now, we know... Sold for almost $1.7 million? Yeah. So, last week of 2017... It was last week? Okay. Sorry. Continue. Go ahead. Uh, a la- last week of 2017, Ford GT showed up on the Meekin Auctions website um, for the company's Indianapolis auction. A Ford spokesperson... Uh, told said that the company doesn't comment on customer matters or ongoing litigations like the Cena court case, but said all four GT customers signed contracts, which include an agreement not to sell the car for at least two years. Well, the GT at Meekum sold for almost $1.7 million, with a Meekum rep, rep saying at the start of the auction that a judge ruled in Meekum's favor about selling the car. Wow. Okay, wow. so just so you know... Uh, the base price on that car is about five fifty, and then you can work it up to six fifty or seven. I'm somewhere I'm loose numbers, but somewhere in that right. neighborhood. So somebody <clears throat> uh, just tacked a million bucks on a car they bought a year ago, or yeah. may have received four months ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now we know there was another Ford GT that was for sale, but this was with permission. It was a Barrett Jackson uh, earlier this year at the Scottsdale auctions, but that was a charity car and somebody had it, got permission with Ford. Ford said, yes, let's do it. It's all going into the charity and they sold it. I forgot what it sold for, but it was Barrett Jackson, Arizona. Well, Max Paddle look into that. Now the thing that's interesting about a car like that and charity is you could tell the IRS well, the the price of the car is six hundred grand. So anything over six hundred, yeah, we write is, that. We're off. going to write it off. Yeah. But the price of the car, as we found out, is one point seven. Which, well, which now after the fact, yeah. No, what I'm saying is, is if you got it at Barrett Jackson and Scottsdale in January for ch- a charity auction, and you paid one point seven million dollars for that car, right. You could then write off. A million dollars worth of 1.1 million worth of charity. But reality is, when you do that normally, the car isn't worth what you paid for it. That's why you write that charity off. In this particular case, it is worth. Yeah, that is an interesting. What you paid for it. it, Do people follow my logic there? Yeah, I do follow you. I follow you on that. Right. Yeah. So whoever bought that thing at Barrett Jackson. And paid one point four for it or whatever. Well, I don't know what they paid. Yeah, it, I don't it, remember what they whatever paid. Whatever they paid. Barrett Jackson was two point five. Okay. For yeah. charity, yeah. Right. Yeah. So two point five charity, good. 
that person wrote off two million bucks. Yeah. But that person's at one seven now. Yes, but they would argue the dates. They would argue at the time of the sale, no other four GT was oh, on yeah, the private no, market. Oh yeah, listen, you, and, you win you know, on a technicality and yeah. screw the IRS. But I'm just saying <laughs> that worked out all right. Yeah. Now I don't know. Are those cars one seven now? Or are I, they I, over two million? That's bucks? the market. I get. There's only two winners here: the charity and John Cena. I think because <laughs> he's still winning, right? He probably got. Is is Cena kicking himself because he sold it for a million bucks, or do you think he got two million bucks? That's the question. Is is we don't know what Cena sold it for. I I can't see that he did a private sale for over a million bucks for some reason. I just but who don't. Knows? I just I I just have so many conflicted feelings about that whole thing. Why not just be like, hey, you know, I don't want to be a douche. Sure, you want to buy the car. I'll sell you the car. We'll sign some paperwork. I'm going to keep it in my name, Cena. I'm going to keep it in Cena's name for the two years. You come visit it, whatever you want. Drive it, whatever. We've got a deal. But I don't I'm not, know. But I'm not signing it over to you, and we're not doing a press release about selling it. You know, I uh, don't know. But I should have uh, should have got my name in on that list. <laughs> should have got your name in on that list. All right. Yeah. What else you got, Max Panna? Oh, sorry. Did that give closure? I, I yeah. What was the question? I, I brought it up to the Ford guys. They laughed. Like you know, I was talking <laughs> yeah. to guys who are in like the advertising department. Like there's there's two hundred million employees. Like nobody. Yeah. There's six guys who know what's going on. The yeah. rest just the rest just know the story. They don't know all the like, nuts from and their bolts. point of view. It's like it's 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 going exactly the way we thought it would from a marketing standpoint. We gave it rules. We're enforcing the rules, and we're getting more. You know, uh, look honestly. Ford is not coming out as the bad guy on this one because they didn't invent these rules. Ferrari and other car companies have all sorts of clauses and punishments and stuff. And, you know, you you buy your La Ferrari because you're on the list and you go to sell it. They make you buy three California GTs as punishment. Right. (laughs) You know, like, so Ford didn't create the rules here, but they're enforcing it like every other car company, you know, super prestigious car company does. And, you know, they may not win. They probably won't win. But the point is, is there's a hassle. There's a hassle they're going to put you through. And I'm fine with that. I would much rather Ford or Ferrari or any car company go this route than the car be $500,000 and then every dealer wanting a million-dollar markup, which is like a big free tip for them. Like it, I agree. You know, if you're on the list for that car, you pay – the price for that. You pay the MSRP with the options, whatever. You pay the real price. And then you keep it for two years, and then you go sell it at Meekum for $1.7 million. I'm fine with that. It's the dealer screwing you that I have issues with. Agreed. Yeah, there's a lot of press about these cars. Do you see John Cena's uh, GT now? Because it's uh, nobody knows who has it, like who has it now. Everybody's trying to find out. Yeah. But if you see that on an auction block in a couple of years, John Cena's GT, is that worth a ton now just because of all the press and all the it's I, I don't think it adds much. A story's nice. It it would it would it would garner yeah. more attention, but is it's not an OJ Bronco. <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. Uh sorry, what else you All got, right, Max? So Pat? uh this one comes from Adam Storm from LA. He's thirty six. Adam and Matt, I'm thinking about leasing the new Alfa Romeo Stelvio SUV. Yeah. I noticed that depending on the trim I choose, the wheels range from 18 to 20 inches. Mm-hmm. Do either of you have any thoughts on how an 18-inch wheel affects the ride, comfort, performance, etc., um, versus a 19 or 20-inch wheel? Thanks He's for the time. The, yeah. 
Adam. Adam loves to the wheels right and tires. <laughs> I do love sizes of wheels and tires, but also now I realize living in L.A. and driving around on 20s and popping tires left and right, especially if I was driving a truck like that, yeah. I'd get 18s. Yeah. I, I, it's not worth it. It's like every single driveway you turn up, you clip just a, a three inches short on the driveway, and yeah. just sidewalls, potholes everywhere. L.A. horrible. Like I just wouldn't do it. It's not worth the hassle. I, I hit a I hit a hole in the freeway or a grate or something in the freeway today. Man, I thought I thought the suspension tore off the car. Like luckily it was Osh's car, not mine. But right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, especially if you're going with the SUV. I'd just go 18s yeah. and put a little sidewall okay. on there. Also, that 18 is going to be a smoother ride. That's the added sidewall, the thicker sidewall, adds is more cushion. Right? Yeah. And, well, what, peop- and- what, what, what people don't realize, or uh, Matt realizes it, but everyone doesn't, um, your suspension is like kind of threefold. It, the first piece of suspension is your tire yeah. and what it does when it runs over. You know, Max Pata. Imagine you just take a a garden rake and you just lay the handle down across a, a street and you're going to drive your car and the left side of your car is just going to run over the garden rake handle and the right isn't. Um, but the first piece of suspension is what the tire does, how much the tire can compress and absorb that. The second piece is the actual suspension suspension. Sure. And the third is the seat, like how much seat, whatever, you know, back in the day, be springs in the seat, whatever. So it's like kind of like three, threefold. Why not have the initial contact with that thing, whether it's a, a rake or a pothole? How about have that be able to absorb a fair bit of it? Right. Yeah, make it easier on the suspension and the seat. Yeah. Yes. Now, depending on which... Which version of the Stelvia that he buys, you know, the small engine is going to have the optional 18s or whatever. And then if he goes to the bigger engine with, you know, the twin turbo, whatever it is, that's in the uh, in the Julia as well, the 500 horsepower one, that, that one's probably going to come with the 20s on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you you could probably mix and match, yeah. If you if you made made a thing out of it. All right, let me tell you about Castrol Edge. Mm-hmm. Tech advances have made engines smaller, more powerful, more efficient. The pressure's on, though, man. Those engines have to work hard, so you need an advanced oil to lubricate those engines. And like I said, well, the Ford GT's got a V6 in it. Yeah. But it's working harder, man. Yeah, it is. Castrol Edge collaborated with Electronic Arts to present an adrenaline-filled driving challenge called Titanium Gamer. Inspired by the need for speed video games, and you can find out if real or computer-based driving skills are superior. See for yourself. Go to Castrol Edge and uh, check that out. Also, check out uh, the video. Castrol USA YouTube page. Really cool video. Informative. Check it out. All right, you got another... Oh, yeah, we got another tire question for you guys. Mm-mm. Okay. This is Shane. He's from Rhode Island. Hey, guys, I have a BMW E21 320i that I swapped in a S52 engine. The Hold co- on. Oh, yeah. A, a 320i. Yeah. So the old school. Yeah. So I think it was 2002 and then 320i in yeah. terms of BMWs. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of weird... 21 there's weird Euro versions yeah, of it. Yeah. Okay. That'll tell you. 
I'd be right. curious. So here we go. So Good the, shaped little car. Fun little fun little car. The car also has some suspension work and Willwood front brakes. Mm-hmm. Now I just need some tires that will complete the package. The car will see more street time, but I do plan on, plan on bringing it to the track once a month. Eventually, Hold I on. Hope- We're scrolling down a bunch of pictures, but a lot of them are 2002s and then like 328s and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's weird when you Google in, like, you Google in, like, BMW, oh, you're doing the E21. That's the, that's that's maybe the confused part. But anyway, 320i. 320i was... The car, it's like seventy something through eighty two or eighty three. Yeah, yeah. If 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 there was a rich girl in my high school, that was her car. Yeah, and that back when people go, she drives a BMW. Yeah, you know that where it meant something. Now nothing means anything anymore. Yeah, three twenty i got it. Sorry, Willwood in the front. Yeah, Will in the front. Suspension work. Uh, sees more street time, wants to bring a track once a month. Eventually, I hope to have a designated set of wheels and tires for track days, but at the moment, I'm looking for a decently sticky tire that will also be okay if I ever happen to be stuck in a rainstorm. The end goal is a tire that performs like a modern tire, but has a look of a classic tire to suit the package. What do you guys think? Okay, so I don't know what size is that available. Oh, he Pro- says the end... Oh, 205... I'm. I'm not. I don't even know how to really Just say, say it. Two hundred five slash fifty fifteen. Okay. Okay. Fifteen uh, inch rim, fifty series tire, two hundred five millimeter. Noted. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Ask me next week. Yeah. Um, that's a not a very big tire. Um, you can go to a place like Tire Rack and you can look at all the specs. Like you can look at the weight of the tire. Yeah. You can look at the wear rating of the tire. You yeah. can look at like the heat rating of the tire. You can look at, you know, lateral grip and stuff like that, I believe. You you know, when you look at a tire that wears quickly, now you're looking at stickier compound and a better handling tire, but not yeah. a longer lasting tire. I, I'm running. I'm running uh, a Continental Extreme something or other on the Mustang. I think I've got a set of Michelin like PS4s on the M3 that's going on it now with the new wheels. But uh, this guy should also look at Nitto because Nitto has a pretty good like street track tire, like an NTO5. Uh, might be a good tire to like, you know, to. You're saying for the one set, you occasionally do some track time. The NTO one might be a little too aggressive for the street. Um, it's more track oriented, but check into like an NTO five at at fifteen fifty two oh five. The world is your oyster. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. Like if yeah. you have a sixteen inch rim. Some 15, but like the best, like 16 or something, there's so many possibilities. If you have a 13-inch rim, it gets narrowed down, you know, and, yeah. and stuff like that. So 15 and bigger. But I, I'd go to a place like Tyrac and, and look at all the specs. Because they carry them all. So and they're, everything's going to work. fantastic. All right, take care of a little bit. What he's going to need for those new set of wheels is his brush here Oh, good. Oh, man. No more back aches and wet, scraped-up knuckles. It's 100% water-powered. There's no batteries or electricity required. Just a standard garden hose. The starter set comes with two brush heads, a soft one for sensitive surfaces like paint and chrome, maybe those wheels, and a tough one for serious muck. 
There's an extensive line of accessories to clean virtually anything. You can do it on boats, barbecues, yard tools, patio furniture. This thing works fantastic. It's a great Father's Day gift. There are gift sets for every budget. If you go to Amazon, Costco, or Walmart, you can check it out there, or you can buy direct at BrushHero.com and get 10% off your entire order when you use the code CARCAST. Great item, by the way. Smart. So uh, use uh, CARCAST as the code for 10% off, and all orders over 40 bucks include free shipping. Check out BrushHero.com. All right. Second show added in Portland on June 9th. One man show. Come on out to that. First show sold out. Go to AdamCroll.com for live shows coming up all over the place. We'll see you tomorrow night at the Uppity Screening in Indy. Uh, go to our website and check out all that stuff. Support the show. Check out uh, Shift and Steer as well. Listen to that on Podcast One. And, of course, Chassis, all the good stuff. C-H-A-S-S-Y. Lots of really good offerings there. So, until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.